your friend. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. resembles the atmosphere that was in the Dedman Center last night. All right. Great stuff. Mike Ashley comes up, the Radford Hall of Famer. Joining us now on the program, as she does on most Fridays, is the first lady of EDST. Her name is Jen, the Gamecock Girl. Jen, how are you? Good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm happy it's Friday, and it's beautiful here today oh here we go okay so what do we have give me a give me give me the rundown <laughs> what do we got right now it's um i don't know what it is right this second but it i mean there's not a cloud in the sky i think it's supposed to be high 50s today okay. that's not bad hey you know i'm headed to the palmetto state later today we play uh upstate usc upstate tomorrow okay are you going to be able to hang around for a while or now no we uh how far are you from up how far are you from spartanburg that far hour and a half oh okay that's not too bad that's not too bad now yeah. we'll, we'll Duncan jump. was a way smaller state than virginia like nothing's that far oh, really okay. okay now we'll have to jump on the back on the bus and get home but um yeah i'll be heading you don't want to run away from home like with a little stick with a bag tied to the yes, end of it i would love to yes <laughs> if you just come pick me up would you pick me up on the side of the road I will, but I'm supposed to go Sunday to see Holly, and I'm spending two days with Holly, and then I'm coming back here. Hey, you're going to go see Holly, huh? Hey, well, I may. You know what? You could just pick me up right there on the way. I'd be just fine with that. I'm flying. <laughs> oh, Buy a ticket. Oh. Come on. Oh, that's right. You're going to, she's in Florida, right? Right. I'm going to Tampa. 
Tampa, Florida. You hate Tampa, boy. Woo. <laughs> Tampa's my favorite getaway hang. Yeah. And then Holly and I go down there and go to spas and um, spend a bunch of money shopping, things and like that. many other things that won't make the airwaves. I understand completely. <laughs> You'll probably get some texts. You know how this goes. I know how that goes. I better. I'm counting on them. I better. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we, we talk about um, the fervor that's uh, South Carolina football. It's legit now, right? I mean, it's an actual off-season excitement type of deal now because of Shane Beamer, correct? Yes, 100%. What is, do you believe – because I don't know the answer. What's the minimum expectation this coming year? Building on the the bowl game, even though they lost, I understand. But don't worry about that. The fact that they got, what, eight wins this year, right? Did you guys get You got eight wins, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. It was a good year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is realistic? Can they get to double-digit wins, and do you think they can hang around a little longer um, in the division race? What do you think? I, I sure hope so. I mean, you know how the SEC East is, though. Now, I know, um, I Kentucky know. Is, is even more of a question mark. We still know, and then we couldn't we couldn't manage the wins with Florida and Missouri this past year. So I would say that's an immediate next step, right? Trying to be more consistent. I mean, we beat teams we didn't really uh, the fans didn't expect to win. Maybe the players and the coaches did, but I mean, I certainly didn't expect us to beat Tennessee or Clemson. So that was a fun surprise but then you know earlier we had that Missouri thrashing that Will Stewart saw in person was he maybe he's the reason why we lost well I think there's no question there's no question he's the reason why you lost I mean come on <laughs> that was miserable like the team didn't even show up you you know those games where you see your team run out and you're like oh no yeah like they just don't have the, the, yes. the fire and yeah everything. it just felt bad from the start and then they run a few plays and you're thinking oh man here we go. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. That was that game. Yeah, I mean, that is legitimately a thing. Sometimes it just happens that way. You just didn't happen last night, though. I know you're proud of your alma mater or one of your alma maters. Radford or your former workplace, anyway. Uh, yeah, big, former big, employer. Big crowd last night, right? You, it was fired up last night. It looked night. really cool. Yeah. yeah, it looked really fun. How many fans were there? What uh, was the number? 27,000. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know. It holds. <laughs> If it's at maximum capacity like it was for the uh, championship game a few years ago, we can hit about 4,000. So, I don't know. I don't, it looked it was pretty full, though. We don't have that uh, – we have the new hospitality area, so it takes out some seats on the left side. But um, it was um, it was pretty packed out last night. So, can you get me in the hospitality if I come home? Can I get you in the hospitality? You know, I don't know. That's for the big wigs, you know. I mean, but you I'm are – I'm not important. I can't get in there. You are extremely important. I don't know. I'll see what I can do. We'll see if we can pull some strings. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. It was a great atmosphere. I hope uh, I hope the students remember how much fun they had last night for the next one. And we're back on TV um, again on the night, national TV on the night. So we'll have another opportunity to show off. Okay. All right, Radford, do it. That sounds great. So you, what you should do is um, you should just bring Holly and make a uh, make a couple days of it. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to be up, but um, too late for basketball season. But we're having our class of '88. 35th reunion this coming summer, yeah. the weekend of July 21st. I feel like I need to plug it for my fellow Blue Demons. So I know I'm coming up then, but I've got to figure out if I'm going to be able to come up another time before then. And you'll be in for actually more than just like a couple hours? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you know you come. What are you in, trying to say? I'm saying that you come in town all the time. I don't know about it, and you never check in with us here at BDST. You, you just feel come sad in. about that? Yeah, Is that what you're trying to say? I, I, you feel I, sad? I feel a little. I feel a little. I feel a little neglected. And uh, and this, okay, uh, yeah, I, I do. I feel a little um, underappreciated. To be honest. It's good to talk through our feelings. It is. And try to work it out. We've always been able to do that, the two of us. <laughs> Many years of this. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I could certainly include you next time with a little planning. It would be nice. Maybe we can meet at the Radford McAdoo's, which is one of my favorite old haunts. Yes, yes, it's very nice. We, uh, we love everything about uh, McAdoo's. Kevin Clark, mm-hmm. they do a great job. They're getting ready for their big St. Paddy's Day thing, by the way, McAdoo's. You know, they've yeah, got the many cool, memories of that. Yeah, and the great glasses. Sure. <laughs> you know what's so cool about what they do? And I can give them props since they are our studio sponsor and because I really love their product. They always have the great, whatever holiday it is, right, the, the, the pint glasses. They always take special time, the collectible pint glasses, and they just reveal. I love those. Yes. Yeah, I have they, some of them here, but they're fading rapidly. Well, you need to upgrade. You need to upgrade your I know. Stock. I need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I need more. They have the, the really cool design for St. Patty's Day. They they unveiled that. Really cool. Really cool. Saint Are Patty. you going to get one for me and hold on to it? Sure, I can do that for you. Maybe I can work something that out. That would be nice. I'll work something out with Kev. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. How's your okay. shoulder? Look? They were talking about having one here, but they they something didn't go right with the zoning. So I it's not you. happening, but I got really happy about that, that would shortly. Have been, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Like any, There's so much variety there, and it's all good. It's crazy. You can't say that about every place, but you can about McAdoo's. That's how good it is. I miss it. That's one of the things about home I always miss, and I always go there when mm-hmm. I'm home. Yeah. How's your shoulder doing? Update us a week later from the last time I asked. But um, how's the animantium? Everything going good? Everything is, is great, actually. I am excelling at my PT, and I'm doing a lot of other workouts, and I feel like I'm in a good spot for an awesome year. Already this year seems better than last year, so I'm very happy about all of it. I'm happy, so happy I did it. Best right. thing um, new shoulder, new year, new me. Here we go. Are you now um, lifting more than just Nerf balls? <laughs> um, not much. <laughs> I'm doing some exercises where um, with a barbell because, you know, that's my goal is to get back to barbell lifting. So, um, but I'm not able to even pick up the, the bar because it's 45 pounds. So I am doing some things where you kind of like lean into it, some body weight. Sort of like a plank type position that's a little more angled than standing. Just trying to put some load into it, some weight onto it, and see how it reacts. Okay, I got you. I got you. And it's going well so far, so that's good. Okay, very very cool. Very very cool. All right. Well, I was just wondering how that was going for you. Let me ask you what. And, and this is not me trying to jab at you, but is <laughs> I always love that opening. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I was trying to think. So Spencer Radler is the player who makes the most NIL money, correct? Uh, I don't know that that's from you guys. I mean, hey, oh, from us. Um, from you guys only is what I'm saying. That's it appears that way, but I, again, I'm not going to be the best expert of that. But I have seen that information in the media. I don't know if that's still the case, but it's, it seems likely that it would be. What was the reaction down there when Florida had their situation, right, with the kid who said, hey, they're not going to pay me? 
You, did, what, did you, uh, what was that? What was going on down there with all that? Thirteen million dollars, and they're not going to pay, so he gets out of his uh, national letter. I think everybody nationally had the same reaction, which is, "Oh no, like this is really messy." Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this whole situation just presents all those those potential pitfalls, and I don't, I don't think anybody knows how to deal with it yet. We can't be surprised. I, I can imagine so. the contracts will reflect that in the future, right? And there's going to be very careful yeah, yeah. wording about all that. But I don't know how that's going to resolve. No, well, I don't think it's going to resolve. I don't think there's anything that the NCAA, they don't have any power. They've, they've relinquished all the power, right? So, I mean, I don't see mm-hmm. how they can go back now and try to figure it out. But, yeah, I think it's just something we're going to have to get used to, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Like, that makes me sad about all of it. It's just it is different for sure. I think I made the comment to you that um, that we have a tradition here at the end of the game where the players run over and sing the alma mater with a band. And, you know, you see some of those transfer portal people just don't have the same connection to the school. Like, they're not as into that sure, moment sure. as somebody who has been here a long time and genuinely this was their first choice school and wanted to be here. Like, it just, again, it just is changing the culture and the character of the sport in a way that... It's going to make us uncomfortable at times, for sure. What are the uh, lyrics to your alma mater? Do you know them <laughs> off the top of your head? I, I do. We hail thee, Carolina. Sing thy high praise with loyal devotion, remembering the days. Proudly we sought you forever to the... Wait, I'm off a little bit. Uh, it's different when I'm not singing yet. You know, when I'm singing it. You, you want to put some music under You want to sing it a little bit there? <laughs> You're a musician. You can handle it. Uh, I don't want to sing on the air, and uh, nobody else wants that either. Go. Here we go. Trust me. Well, one day, can you do this? Can you? I'm sure you can play it on your uh, your axe, right? Your saxophone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. One day. You want me to do that? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Why don't we plan on that okay. next week? <laughs> um. Maybe. Can we have? Let me. Can we have some saxophone riffs next week on your appearance? Well, it's just a matter of getting a good recording because, you know, I'm particular about these things. I don't want to put out some, like, Sandlot level No, I, I'm not worried about recording. I think what we do is go, and now you're listening live to Jen. You just put down your little phone, and you just start, you just start wailing away. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well... Um, I don't know how good that's going to sound to that the musician sound part great. of me is worried about how that will sound over a phone. I'm like... You know, my band director's up there. What if they're listening? My Christiansburg legacy connections, like Bob Wall. He was one of my first band directors. What if Bob Priest is listening? Well, what, if, what if those people are out gonna, there dying of love? They're not going, I don't want them to hear any crappy music from me. I don't think that's possible. I think you're going to be just fine. Just, just fine. Uh, okay. Well, let me think about that. I might okay. do a test run. Okay, yeah, do with a test a friend, run. Or call you, yes, and then maybe yes. you can record what it sounded like as a test, so I can make sure it sounds good. But see, this is just who you are. You're a perfectionist as an artist. I like that, right? You don't want it have you don't want it half done. You want to make sure it's done the right way. That's why you're such a great right. hostess. That's why Will Stewart right. still raves about your hosting. <laughs> Yes, that's why I like I'd like to do things right if I'm going to do it. And again, I just want to honor all those people up there. Dave McKee, I'm just thinking of more and more of my music mentors in that area who have helped me so much. 
And I, you know, I don't want them to turn on their radio and be like, ah, Jennifer sounds terrible today. Wow, what, what happened to her? Jeez, she's really the director of music in South Carolina? What's going on down there? They must not have ears. I'm an assistant dean. Oh, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. And that's just a dean. I can't have people hearing me and being like, oof. Oh, good. I forgot you were a Heidi Tidy big shot now. That's right. You're an assistant. I've been promoted for years. I know. Well, you know, but you see, you don't go around bragging about it because that's just who you are. You're very humble. Well, I just just corrected you. (laughs) That's true. You did just yell at me for having the title wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Director of music? Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) How about assistant dean? Hmm? It just sounds better. I mean, I've been here 20 years, so, you know, I've paid my dues here. You have. You really have. I earned that. You have earned that. Absolutely. You earn it every day, but my dear. I don't want to sound bad on the radio. So, again, like we'd have to do some testing. Just like you've earned the title of First Lady of BDST. Oh, See how calm I got immediately <laughs> from being all juiced up? Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, listen, I'm glad to hear your progress is going so well with the shoulder. And um, keep us updated on all the happenings around Shane Beamer's program. Let me know if you get caught stalking his place. I know you go down there at least three times a week hoping to get in, so uh, be safe. <laughs> well, they're, they're just right next door to me, the whole team, everybody. How That's, cool is that? I know. Like they're, they're, um, all their facilities are next door to me on one side and the stadium's on the other. It's like a dream spot for me. I'm a mile from my office. It's perfect. I guarantee you, by the way, if you decided, if you decided like to just hang around there, I guarantee you they'd just let you into practice. They wouldn't care. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure that could happen. I like the way you think, though. I mean, what are they going to say? Oh, look at her. We don't want her anywhere near us. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, I just, you know, just don't think that's going to happen. But anyway. I was able to go once as a quote-unquote guest coach from the School of Music. Nice. And um, that was really fun, but that, you know, was a structured program. I don't know how they would feel about people wandering into practice. They don't know anything about me. Oh, but they will. And they would want I to I could know. be a scout for, like, Georgia or Florida <laughs> yeah. or something. I could be doing sneaky things. Kirby's got you hired on the side, yeah, to betray your beloved alma mater. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that would happen. You know I wouldn't. Someone asked me, one of the students asked me at work the other day if I would leave to work at Clemson for a million dollars. I said no. No, no. A million dollars? Really? Annually? I just can't. No. Yeah, I think I'd be donning that orange and that paw print. i tell you what. <laughs> not, not, no, not for me. And plus, too, I mean, that area doesn't do it for me. Yeah, this no, you're, point in my life. you're in a really nice spot. Columbia is a really nice spot. It is awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy here. It really is. Really is. Except for when it snows. And then everybody panics and goes nuts because they don't understand anything about snow. So. It happens, you know, like every I know. four years. Yeah. But you know, nothing. Do you know why Columbia, though, is such a terrific place? Why is that, Rick? Because you reside within it. That's why. Are you going to cue a, a romantic <laughs> song? Well, I would. But, I would, but something else might start happening, and then I'd get in trouble on the radio. All right. Let's you, not get in trouble today. You have a great weekend. Stay safe. Uh, give <laughs> give Holly my best, all right? 
Okay, I will pass it along, and we'll give you a little text. Yeah, you better. I like when you two hang okay. out. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, we'll keep okay. we'll keep people updated. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, safe you travels. You have a good weekend. All right, Thank safe you. travel. Take care of that shoulder. Thanks. All right, there you go. That's uh, Jen the Gamecock Girl, the first lady of BDST. We're taking a break. We're coming back. Rolling along here on the Finally Friday edition. Mike Ashley, the Radford University Hall of Famer, just celebrated a birthday. He might still be, um, you know, drunk. (laughs) I hope so. It won't be like it's the first time he's come on this show a little bit. Anyway, we'll be back. Stay with us. Not off the leash yet. We're happy to have you with us and hope you'll come back often. Big Dog Sports Talk will be right back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on WRAD. It was an early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. But I must be moving on Like a king without a castle Like a queen without a throne Alright I was waiting for the uh, music bump there We have Our number three's conclusion Rapidly approaching the Hall of Famer Mike Ashley joins us next As we roll along Stay with us Don't go away North Carolina, now assistant coach with the Detroit Pistons. When I'm in the New River Valley area, I listen to Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. We're motoring along here on the finally Friday edition. I'm surprised last night with the atmosphere. We did not see him at some point flying around the Deadman Center in his Hall of Fame gold jacket. Mike Ashley, the Radford University Hall of Famer, joins us on the program. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Hey, by the way, I wished you a happy birthday, but happy belated birthday here on the program to you. Well, thank you, my friend. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, a great, uh, a great birthday present from the Highlanders last night. I got to watch that. Uh, I'm actually on the road. I'm, I'm in a place I've never even heard of, Kingsland, Georgia. And yeah. I stopped here um, <laughs> and and just pulled into a rest area and started calling places to see if they would take me and my dog. And then I was able. I got here and could not find the U on my TV here, so I I Googled sports bars and I pulled up at this place. And as soon as I pulled up in the parking lot, all they did was I looked through the windows and all I saw was Keno signs. They you, when they play that Keno game there, uh, 
which is actually a really big in Maryland, but I, I, you know, and obviously down here too. And I was like, oh no. And I walk in and it was all Kino. Then I saw a door and I walked through the door and there was a sports bar in that part. And I walked up, there was one seat at the bar and I walked up and I said to the bartender, I said, could you, could you put that on ESPNU for me? And they said, of course we can. And I went, <laughs> okay, seat for one. Oh, Thanks. awesome, man. Really? And really? you know, it was a wonderful life. You know, every time a uh, every time a bell rings, a fat guy gets his wings, and I did that. <laughs> and some nachos to boot. So uh, yeah, I hope I hope uh, all the people that are getting me to lose weight aren't listening. It's not been a good trip in that regard. But you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm well. I'm putting it into my system to get it out of my system, and then I'll get back on the straight and narrow. But hey, I was so impressed. You know, and look. Uh, you got to remember, I've been around college basketball now since uh, since I got to Radford in 1980 as a student, and I got to because I was close with Joe Davis from our time together at Salem. I got to travel with the team, and I got to you know go on the road early on and learn how this stuff works. And uh, and I'm more impressed with a win like last night than I am some other kinds of wins because when you come out like Radford did with all that energy, and then. Longwood, being the kind of team they are, so good, battles back to actually take a lead, and there in the second half, look like they were about to pull away. And then Radford regroups from that and comes back and wins. I mean, that is, to me, extra impressive. Agreed, 100%. And that crowd gave them, I think, the energy they really needed that final five minutes to turn the game back around. Quite honestly, I'm not sure they find that without that support. I mean, it meant that much. And guys made plays. You're without your starting point guard. It mattered. And you know this, you know, Joe Jeffers, who was our player of the game, you know, he originally committed to Longwood out of high school. And at the last second, when Mike Jones got in one more visit, changed his commitment to Radford, you could tell his eyes get a little bigger. And he played extremely well. He carried the offense there for a stretch. And, you know, it was just one of those wins that meant a lot, Mike. It means a lot to a team with 10 new players, right, with so many new faces heading into the second now, time through the schedule. Longwood, as you know, I mean, you wrote about them. Veteran team, right? Four starters back, top seven, uh, seven out of their top eight players back. I mean, this is a group that will say, okay, whatever, uh, we're still the champs. So it meant a lot for Radford last night. Yeah, Josiah is such an awesome story. But, you know, uh, yeah, Longwood's got some of those guys, too. I, I think about, about uh, you know, Isaiah Wilkins there, you know, plays at Virginia Tech, plays at Wake Forest, and – Actually, they just couldn't fit him in, but he's got the talent to play at that level. And I was trying to explain to people, it's always fun to go into a sports bar and meet other people that actually know some sports. So you're not just trying to explain stuff to them and they just look at you like, you know, they don't get anything. These guys, (laughs) I was saying, you know, what's, you know, the Big South, people underrate it. But look at this Wilkins guy. I mean, he's played at the higher levels, and if they could have fit him in, he probably would still be playing somewhere like the ACC or something like that. And he, yeah, and in our yeah. league, he's so tough because physically he's just hard to match up with them. Yeah, you say 6'5", well, that's probably not big enough. But no, it is when you're wide and strong like that and you can create space for yourself like he can. Now, I've been impressed with the Radford Post players too, but but physically there's nobody quite like him. He's a tough matchup. And uh and, again, maybe the reason that uh, that Longwood is still, in my mind, uh, the team to beat. But, hey, Radford's right there now with a shot. And now, you know, when you can get into the top few seeds in the tournament, you're, you're set. And, and, and Radford, if it continues plays like this, will be in a position. And then, you know, you tell these guys, okay, yeah, sure, you're down here in SEC country, and you guys are going to get, you know, 
seven teams, eight teams in the NCAA and the ACC and the Big Ten will. But your tournament don't mean nothing like our tournament does because it's going to be a dogfight, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope I can get down for that one too. Yeah, I hope you can as the Radford Hall of Famer Mike Ashley joins us on the program. Um, you know what I love too, and we played the clip You know, last night, Darius Nichols' postgame on our radio was he's already moved on. And that's what you have to do, right? He's already thinking, you know, okay, we won. Well, they played a, they play tomorrow. Great. Yeah, they play tomorrow. So he's like, now we got a short turnaround time against the last team that beat us. And his thoughts immediately shifted from that, the aftermath of that win, addressing his team to where he's put it behind him. And that's what he wants his team to adapt today at practice before we jump on the bus later today. So it, it, it's tough, Mike. And you know this. That's what's so cool and why college basketball conference schedule is so great. Now you go through the second – time through the schedule there are no secrets right everybody's going to know and now it's just going out and executing and trying to win games and uh, upstate's like a lot of teams in the league they're very dangerous yes Obviously, they I, are they've already they've already beaten radford once but as they've, they've struggled a little bit but i uh dave dickerson is 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 a really good coach and, and a good friend of mine in all honesty i you know and dave has been he's had one of the as any coach in college basketball had a tougher year than he's had uh when you think about all things been through losing his wife to a long courageous fight with cancer and he had to you know the year before last he, he couldn't be with his team because he didn't want to risk uh, the covid getting into his home with his wife's condition and uh, i mean to to sit out from your team a year uh, turn the co- turn the coaching over to your assistant and then to come back it's just it's just an incredible story and he I tell you what, they've got they've got a couple of players there too that uh, yes, you know, yes. are, are fun to watch. Gainey, the kid, the Gainey kid, Justin Gainey, and uh, uh, they've got they've got some of those seniors that seem like they've been there for you know they, they should have tenure by now. It's like college professors. <laughs> yes, agreed, agreed. All right, I want to switch gears and get to the championship Sunday. Um, I've picked both road teams to win. Right, I know you're coming off. Oh, is there? Is, yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's tough. I get it. Hey, look. At least you're in the playoffs. All right. You know, I'm so hey, far. I'm so yeah. far removed from the playoffs. I don't even remember what it feels like. So the sins of the '70s are yes, coming back yes. to beat the hell out of me. I know. I know. Roger won too many games he shouldn't have, and now it's it's all come back to haunt me with the Cowboys. Well, but, I got to ask you. Yeah, I, who you like now? I know you got the divisional rival, the Eagles. You got your old playoff rival, the 49ers. I mean, who you who you who you picking? I said on your show last week that there was a part of me that wanted to see this game. I lied. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I it is it is going to be a good game and uh you know, the funny thing for me is that everybody talks to I'm sorry. Let me go back for just a second. Everybody talks about how uh, the, the 49ers, Cowboys playoff Robin. Everybody talks about Steve Young and Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith and the Alvin Harper play and, and the 90s. Forget that. That game last week was the 70s with the doomsday defense against John Brody. Yeah. They beat them in back-to-back years in the playoffs uh, in the NFC Championship. What was it? The first year was 17-10, to 10 and the Cowboys went on to lose the Colts to the Super Bowl. The next year was 14-3. to 3. And they went on to, to beat Miami in the playoffs with the 29-yard sack of Bob Greasy to, to boot. And, uh, yeah, those, those were what those games reminded me of. But, anyway, uh, this rookie quarterback, can he keep it up? Can he do this? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, that that's that's sort of what scares me. Then then I saw last night rolled by on the screen that uh, Mitchell and, and McCafferty did not practice. So how banged up are they? And uh, what does that do in the cold weather and in Philadelphia? You know, I, I I think the 49ers are getting set up for some problems. But you know they've they've been so good and they they have as greatest their running scheme is just brilliant. I, I and to me the Cowboys played such a great game defensively because they were able to contain that for most of the game, but not the whole game. And uh, yeah, I like the I like the 49ers resolve, and I still I still think that Jalen Hurts may be one solid hit, not not anything uh, you know uh, dirty or, or malicious or anything, but he's like one solid hit from getting beat into the ground and re-injuring that shoulder and it changing everything again for the Eagles. So. There's a lot of issues, and we saw that with uh, Kansas City last week. You know how th- how that game turned the extra drama when Mahomes was playing so hurt, and how healthy is he? And you're right, that's a, and I I just had a feeling about Joe Burrow. He's just he's like the next big thing, and we what we all thought was maybe a year or two away is right now. He's tearing it up. He's he's just shredding people to win like that in Buffalo was very impressive. I thought so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I could see. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I was really kind of shocked. I mean, you look up; it's fourteen nothing in the snow in Buffalo. That's not supposed to happen, right? <laughs> but it did, and, and I I think it's going to be two good games. I hope so. The, the divisional round wasn't very exciting, so I'm hoping we have two good games on Sunday. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the, the NFL needs more publicity. Yeah, right. they do. They do exactly. <laughs> All right, so it was your birthday week, and you, you made me laugh inadvertently because I sat around thinking, okay, Mike, I was trying to think as the day went on, I know Mike's going to sit down somewhere, and I did. I had this thought, it's going to be surf and turf. And what did you post a few <laughs> hours later? What did you have that evening? Yeah, that was a, that was weird because I, I, we, we were going to the nicest <laughs> restaurant on Anna Maria where I've been trying to get reservations for about a week, and it was always – Yes, we can seat you at 9 o'clock. Well, I don't eat at 9 o'clock anymore, okay? Well, I do, but I don't admit it. And I didn't want to be seated for dinner. And, I, and I'm not, and you know, even as old as I am, I'm not ready for the 4 o'clock early bird special at your no, restaurant either. No, so, no. So I finally got reservations for 7 o'clock. We walked down there. It was like a 15-minute walk, which is, you know, good for me. And uh, I walk in, and they didn't, that stupid open table restaurant, reservation service that I actually had canceled before because they would not leave me alone. You know, I, I don't need reservations <laughs> to get into BTs and Radford, so just stop sending me stuff all the time, okay? Right. Jeez. Right. So I get in there, and they didn't have my reservation. So I got, on my birthday, I got shooed out the door. Oh, my goodness. So I went to a bar, I went to a place next door that I, that's that been my favorite place down there, um, uh, Oh God, I can't remember what it's called now. It's, uh, oh, the Bridge Street, uh, uh, Bridge, Bridge Street Bistro, and they they have more TVs than you can imagine. I've watched a lot of sports down there over the uh, over over the years with my sister in law, and also just recently. And uh, so we got seated there, and then I was going to get you know like some kind of bar food, and my wife, no, get something off the the menu from upstairs in a nice restaurant, and so that's why I got surf and turf. So it was. It was a confluence of events, but yeah, we had a blast. We had a great time there. It was really, really very good. And, and I paid a heavy price driving five hours in the car well, yesterday after it. Well, that's that's uh, all good fine. now. That's I got up fine. and they had a, they had oatmeal cakes on the continental breakfast here. Now, granted, I didn't know that I was going to get one that was the oatmeal cake that time forgot, but you know, 
live and learn. <laughs> what consisted of your uh, surf and turf? What kind of steak did you have, and what kind of what kind oh, it was of? was a little tiny steak, which is good mm, for me. I okay. like it. Was a uh, it was about a little bit bigger than a circus peanut, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. a, a fillet, and it was perfect. And then they had lobster. Ooh, you know, and that's that, I did the line from Mystery Men. You know, we've got a date with Destiny, and she ordered the lobster. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that quote. I love that movie. But yeah, uh, which also made me think. You and I need like an old sports trivia and '80s movie podcast. You and I oh, would we be do. doing that, and I know we'd take tons of your listeners with us because they're all in that wheelhouse too. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Let's yeah, do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, that would be outstanding. Yeah, we need to do that. You're exactly right. That'd be that'd be that would be wonderful. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Well, if we could get all our 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 friends in our demographic that we know from sports, I'm thinking immediately of West Durham and yes, uh, Dave Hunsaker. Yes, Bill Roth. Dave Hunsaker. All those guys would be all over that too. Chris Colson. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we could we could do that. Yeah. I'm you know, with Chris Colson had one of the great ideas of all time too. He wanted to write the Sports Writer's Guide to Restaurants, which, you know, when you're out of town on the company tab, where do, where do you go? Because sports writers travel so much and have such weird hours, they know all the best places to eat. Wow. Or at least they used to back when there were newspapers. But, you know. I know. That would be, yes. I mean, yeah, that would be. Right. Another, that's, be that's Colson, yeah. That's, that was Colston's idea. That's what Colston does right there. That's a good idea. He's got to follow now, up on my, that. My thing that Colston loves is that I look at road signs and I see basketball names. Like, uh, I'll give you a good example. Um, <laughs> uh, over in Blacksburg, they have the diminutive uh, shooting guard, Heath Wood. <laughs> <laughs> you put the signs together. This all comes from Rolando Road and Brumfield Road in, in Rich, near Richmond that I saw. And I saw one down here yesterday. And I, I immediately texted Colson, this kid is going straight to the N- NBA. It was two two names of cities yeah. down here together on the sign, and I quote, Waldo Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Highest rate Coulson, recruit in years. Colson uh. sent me a text back, yeah. He said, yeah, he has already been in the NBA, and now, now he's like the greatest offensive mind in the, in the NBA coaching. <laughs> See, that should be the name of our podcast. What, what's your podcast called, Waldo Baldwin? Just just listen. You'll figure out why, right? All right. Now, now in Northern Virginia, the, the exit off 66, there's an exit called Paris Delaplane. There's another NBA <laughs> Oh, name, yeah. Paris Absolutely it is. <laughs> in fact, in fact I, I, that was the name of my fantasy baseball team, I mean basketball team one year because Colston loved it so much. So I had I had to go with it. I'm trying to, what, what's, what's the other one? What's the one near, um, oh, God, it's never going to come to me now. There's one near James Madison off 81 that's, uh, Oh, I'll, I'll ha- we'll, we'll just keep the readers. We'll just keep the listeners in in uh, till next week till I see that sign again. Okay, uh, all right. It's not coming to me, but there's a there's a, there's an exit there that's a that's uh like a sounds like a Jersey point guard's name. Okay, oh, that's that's a fun game. Now people are going to be doing that as they drive down the road. They're going to be hearing this conversation and be doing the exact same thing. They do. And here's all right. Here's another one. Mike, sports guy, all that travel in college. When you see the signs for the uh, like. Oh, they always put three cities on, right? And, yeah. they, and usually yes. there's one. There's yes. always a, a, the first one, of course, is the lowest mileage to get to. Those are cross-country scores. Think of them as cross-country scores. <laughs> okay. okay. 15 being the perfect cross-country score if you scored one through five all in order. So 
if it's below, if it's 15 or below, it really does work. And then you've got some place that's 396. You think, oh, my God, that's a bunch of slow, fat, white guys there that couldn't, you know, run at all or something. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. That's a good thought. See, you're helping out. The, that keeps drivers from getting bored or sleepy-eyed if they're going a long way. There you go. I like it. I'll, I'll of, course, of course, the other one is the other one's the cow game. You know, you get yeah, on your side of the car, you get all the cows there. You have to quickly estimate uh, how many cows you get, and then if you pass a cemetery on your side of the car, you lose all your cows. So it's very exciting. <laughs> but you play games like that, and once everybody knows the the geography, you know, you always know where the cemeteries are coming. So you know, you you know, it you loses the drama. Well, but well, you can play it once. We're traveling to Spartanburg to this afternoon, so I'll do that. If I find a good name, I'll send it to you from from uh, Radford to Spartanburg, South Carolina. <laughs> what time do you guys leave today? Uh, a little later today, they're going to practice, so we're looking at about you know three to four o'clock range. Get down there; they'll have a little walk through tonight and uh, late dinner, and get ready to play tomorrow too. Man, it's coming right at you. It comes fast and furious. Short turnaround. I really, I really do miss that kind of travel. I mean, it's it, you know it's been long enough now. I was I was kind of tired of it when I left the business, but uh, I, I really love hotel rooms, and and I say that as a guy that just clipped his toenails here, and now the ones that went far field, I don't have to look for. <laughs> that's right. So, you don't have to worry about. It. Just don't go my, my wife won't yell at me. She'll never know. That's right. Just make sure to put your slippers back on so you don't cut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, rest in peace, Billy Packer. Absolutely. Yeah, we we'll get into that some next week. Yeah, that's uh, that. Hey, was... our 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 generation. And older and a little bit younger, we all learned our basketball from Billy Packer. I know, didn't we? I know him and Al McGuire. I mean, that was some of the greatest banter television. No, ever we had. learned we learned rhythm and flow from Al McGuire. We learned basketball nuts and bolts from uh, I know from that. And and and, and me, I tell you, one of the guys that I thought was great that still is, is is Dan Bonner, who now is working with our good friend West Nern. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a great parent. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right, man. We'll have a uh, great, safe weekend, and uh, we'll see if the Highlanders can pull it out tomorrow. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, well, next week I'll be down there in Indira Valley. So Absolutely. I'm coming to the, 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 the winter weekend game, so look forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, right, Goober brother. says hey. All right. Hey to Goober. There you go. That's Mike Ashley, the birthday boy this week. Our final break coming back. We're wrapping it up for another week after this. Stay with us. Take the big dog for a walk. Oh, just the people I'd want walking around all licked up. Listen to Big Dog Sports Talk anywhere with the TuneIn app. More BDSD next on WRAD. And we are done. Appreciate uh, Jen and Mike Ashley. Thanks to Richie Davis, Cole Wilder for joining me today. Great stuff. And appreciate you each and every week. We'll take a uh, sabbatical this weekend. Are you hoops tomorrow? Tune us in. Tech basketball tomorrow night at home in the castle. We'll talk to you on Monday, everybody. Enjoy Championship Sunday. And again, thanks to everybody who came out last night. Go Highlanders. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.
of us here at News Center 4. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, New River Valley.